The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I don't know how you could be a pro sports player in today's time, to be real. I don't know how you can do it because one game, they love you. One game, they hate you. Today on Huge Fan, I get to kick it with Keith Powers, whose name you should know as he scored his on-camera breakthrough in 2015 playing Dr. Dre's younger brother, Tyree, and Straight Outta Compton. And then two years later, he played Ronnie DeVoe in the BET miniseries, The New Edition Story. Now, Keith's team is the San Francisco 49ers, his favorite NFL team that he grew up loving because of his grandmother. He tells us so many cute stories about family, NFL, and how his fandom got started. As he started to grow up, his fandom went from fun and relaxing to more nerves, as on game day, he cannot even eat because he is sitting on pins and needles watching his team. Other than that, though, he's super laid back. He actually reminds me of my little brother because he just has this chill and confident vibe. But he does give us some hot takes, including one on his favorite NBA team, the Sacramento Kings, that could leave you scratching your head. (laughs) By the end of the conversation, I was a huge Keith Powers fan, so I will be glued to Netflix on June 23rd when Perfect Find is released where he plays opposite the superstar Gabrielle Unions. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, please welcome Keith Powers, San Francisco 49ers Huge Fan. I want to start with the very beginning of your 49ers fandom. What's your earliest memory as a 49ers fan? Um, man, my my earliest memory as a 49ers fan, I think well, I became a 49ers fan because of my my grandmother. Um, and I always sit up under her. So, I think my earliest memory is just wearing 49er gear as like had to be like five or six and just being next to my grandma watching maybe was it Steve Young at the time it might have been Steve Young at the time and Terrell Owens yeah so that's like my earliest memory just like you know how you have those early early memories it was just like glimpse and you might remember it different every single time but it's around that you know that that specific time in your life and was that the 
kind of tradition for you and your grandma was like, let's get the jersey on, let's sit in front of the television, were y'all snacking? What were those moments like with her? I wouldn't say it was tradition. I just think my my parents dressed me in 49er gear. Um, my grandma would wear her gear when she wore it, maybe a little hoodie or some sweats. It wasn't even tradition. It was just a thing where if 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 Niner, if the 49ers were playing like a primetime game, that's when it would, you know what I'm saying, we would dress up. On a regular Sunday, probably not. But I do, I do remember being dressed up in a lot of 49er gear. I got a lot of old picture it's funny my mom just sent me a picture last week uh my grandma actually with my you i don't have a 49er top on but you could see the pants the colors <laughs> in the pants and i was like i'm gonna post this on my story soon mm, let nice. people know look <laughs> or should i wait till they uh the season starts and they win a couple games maybe no, i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah probably that nah no facts <laughs> nah um you, so you said your grandma and your parents dressed you in 49ers gear so does that mean the whole family was down with 49ers no? Mm-mm. Nah, my mom just did it because she seen she, my. It's weird that they really picked the 49ers for me. I just remember them, like I said, like I said, them dressing me in 49er gear and then becoming a fan. But nah, when my family are Raider fans. So we got all Raider fans, a couple of Niner fans. Of course, we got, I have a big family. So of course, Niner fans, we're Northern California. And then my uh, dad is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh. So it's all over the place. Yeah, it's all over. It's kind of all over the place. Did you ever have yeah. any temptation to go Steelers or to shift your fandom anywhere or no? No, I remember being younger and, and wishing that me and my dad liked the same team. But I can't. Once you just locked in with a team, you just have a bond that you can't really. I've never understood people kind of switching teams. I never understood that. Sometimes I wish I could do that because it's a lot of stress yeah. really being a diehard of a certain team. A lot of ups and downs, right? It is, it is, and you can, and you know it's coming. Like you know, throughout the season, it's going to be ups and downs, and it it really will mess up my whole Sunday sometimes. It's yeah, my little brother's intense. a big Miami Heat fan, and I was sitting with him during the finals. You know, we were at a, a bar watching the game, and. He's like, no one texts me until we're losing. Like, that's when his phone starts to blow up. It's like, you know it's coming. He's like, I already know it's coming. As soon as they lose a game or Denver goes on a run, it's like, it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. Like, people are going to hit you up. It's kind of a compliment, though. If someone is thinking about you, they know you're a diehard. That just mean that you're loyal to your team, really. Only loyal fans get that type of treatment. When you're not a loyal fan, people don't know who you're rooting for that year. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, he should be really proud of the Miami Heat because they shouldn't have came this far to be Man. real. That was, that was a great run, and we'll yeah. remember that. So yeah, they I got respect it, it. They got it out the mud for sure. So you mentioned the ups and downs. Do you remember, like, a stressful moment as a 49ers fan? Well, yeah, I'm also a Sacramento Kings fan, by the way. So that's oh, nice. all I know is stressful moments. We had a good year this <laughs> Y'all year. Y'all had a real good year. I'm yeah. looking for big things next I'm, year for I'm the hoping, Kings. I, I'm hoping we're back. Yeah. So, um, 49ers, yeah, uh, Super Bowl, we lost both of them. I was at the second one we lost in Miami. That was a crazy yeah. feeling. Um, yeah, those were, and I was at the game we just lost, uh, was it 2022 against the, or 2021 against the Rams in the NFC Championship it was at the SoFi? Was at that game. So I've experienced a lot of uh, heartbreak watching the 49ers. You're not but the bad fun. luck in the big moments, are you, Keith? I <laughs> hope I'm not. I'm starting to think I am. I'm not even lying. Well, at first, when the, the Kaepernick one, I wasn't there. I just was watching it. But I'm start, I do get to that point where I'm like, I got to be bad luck because this is crazy. Yeah, were the sights and what were the sights and sounds like at the Super Bowl? You know, for some, I mean, here's the thing: 
Super Bowl is such a big moment, and only two teams mm-hmm. get there. So when you're a fan of a team that goes to the Super Bowl, you have an experience that many other fandoms may not ever get in their lifetime. Yeah. Like, what was yeah. it like being there? <laughs> That's one thing I got to remember. Like, a lot of people don't get to watch their team. They might not get to watch their team go to the Super Bowl in a lifetime. So you do have to be present when you're watching something like that if you're, like, a loyal fan. I just remember thinking, like, I'm not going to lie. I remember thinking, like, this is great, and I'm super appreciative to be here, but this would be way better watching this at the crib <laughs> with, like, food and, like, experience the halftime show. Yes. Dude, the screen is different. I think Shakira was there that year. She went crazy, but I felt like the music wasn't turned up enough. I'm like, yo, this is different seeing yeah. it in person. I'm like, I need it turned up. Like, I couldn't really get into it. But yeah. just to say that you went and was there, that's always fun. Yeah. And the environment seems brag like about that experiment. Yeah, the environment experience. seems like it'd be so big, it'd be hard to be loud, you know, because it's mm-hmm. such a big space and it's like caring and a lot, of, you know, they keep the roof open and um, the fandom thing gets a little too much for me too. Some people would be like taunting each other in the <sighs> audience, and I could get a little weird. It's like. Me, I just I don't really get into that because I know like it's at the end of the day it's it's sports like you gotta Relax. know how to control yourself. Right. <laughs> but it get it get crazy in the audience. I'm not gonna lie. People get drunk and yeah, they get wild. They get upset yeah. too. People mm-hmm. start crying. I mean, the range of yep. emotions that can happen in the course of a it's game crazy. is super wild. Well, I know you also yeah. played Pop Warner right as a kid. Mm-hmm. Was there someone you modeled your game after? I mean every. I mean, during that time, growing up, it was all about Randy Moss. It was about Michael Vick. I mean, that's what we all wanted to be. Like, I didn't play quarterback. I always played, like, running back, wide receiver, and then I played defense. You know, Pop Warner, you could be thin playing DN. <laughs> like, it's not like, it's not like you know, the, the, you know, the, the NFL or college, right. of course. But, um, yeah, no, I, I really loved Chad Johnson, and I really wanted to play like Chad Johnson at a point. Like really loved him in his prime time with the Bengals. Like I, that's I remember that time was like it was 49ers, Ocho Cinco. That was the time, and I that's who I thought I was playing. Like if I had to pick someone in particular, but Gosh. I just remember the times. It was about Moss, Vic, Reggie Bush at USC. <laughs> that was the times. Just growing up throughout those times. It's been nice, I'll say, like getting to enjoy Randy Moss as an analyst because yeah. he is smart like you know you watch him play and and he can Mm -hmm. he's obviously one of the greatest and understands the physical aspect of the game because we're watching him so we know it's like he can do a lot Mm -hmm. but it's also what he sees and how he knows every position on the field like not just his and so being inside of his mind like now that he's an analyst has been and i'm not even like a huge football fan but it's been one of the best things i've watched yeah, I think I've learned all the greats that I grew up watching. Their IQ is really good. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually surprised me. But Randy Moss has always been smart. That's why he's never really went through too many injuries in his career. Always yeah. knew how to protect himself. Even bes- I'm not even besides the X's and O's, of course, he knew how to protect himself. That comes with IQ as well. Some that's that's an underrated quality to have to know how to protect yourself on the field, especially as like a, a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, really is. So you mentioned mm-hmm. some of the greats. How about you rank your favorite 49ers of all oh, time? Wow. Can you do a top three, top five? How many can you get me? Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think I could do a top five. Number okay. one is Jerry Rice, of S- course. Yes. Number two is Steve Young, of course. I'm just talking about 
I mean, dang, respectfully, I have to put in Joe Montana. I'm going to throw him in there at three. I'm going to throw in Kaepernick. Okay, Because okay. Kaepernick just okay. stood for Cap so much. I love Cap um, for four. And then fifth, I'm going to put... I know I'm missing a lot of people. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to throw... That's why it's hard, uh, though. That's why I'm it's hard. In, I'm going to throw in Terrell Owens. Okay. I'm going to throw in Terrell Owens for sure. Yeah, That's a very respectable list. I think yeah. you did well, all things considered. Yeah. To your point... You can yeah. always, the list can be a mile long, but if mm-hmm. someone saw that list, they're not going to be like, nah, you know, someone's yeah. got to get it. Like, that's respectable. Honorable <laughs> mention, let me say, Ronnie Lott, Frank Gore, but those are my five. <laughs> <laughs> get that Deion Sanders. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, yeah, Deion. No. No, I knew this was going to happen. Okay, Deion Sanders, honorable mention. Damn. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. See, uh, you if you me. hadn't kept going, you would have been fine. But now that you threw those names out, we like, wait Yo, a minute. How's Dion? What's time. going on? <laughs> That's crazy. That's tough. That's. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, my charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Love. This is game day. So what are game days like for you? Like when you were watching a 49ers game, I heard you say sometimes you'd rather be at home. So if you're at home, yeah. do you have like a big screen? Are you in the group chat? You got some wings? Like what, what are you doing? Superstitions? At home is group chat. I don't eat. I'm <laughs> usually nervous. I don't eat till after. <laughs> so it's group chat uh, uh, on the couch. Um, the AC up. Because I'm going to be anxious and sweaty, and uh, yeah, and it's just typing in my group chat and watching the game. If it's a, if it depends what our, it's case by case too. If they're not, if we have a good record and it's like, you know, if we lose, this is probably our second or third loss. I could eat, I could be a little chill. I know we'll bounce back, but if it's one of those, but I don't know. Usually for me, I, I can never eat till after, and then. I and yeah, I just know that my girl know to kind of stay out my way when I'm watching the game. <laughs> she don't like she just know I get a little cranky, but like she's I like when she watches it with me. I love watch. She don't really like sports though, but when we when we're at the game, 
I remember like seeing it in person. She really loves it. And that's always cool to watch it with her because she really gets into it. And I yeah. love having that like support system when watching the game. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the normal way for me. So just AC up, no food, group chat. And on one question that has manifested itself in this area for me, because I'm a commentator, I commentated on the basketball side, but I remember listening Dope. to something LeBron talked about in the NBA during the playoffs. He said, you know, he told his guys, don't put the game on mute when you watch it, right? Because he doesn't want them listening to everything the commentators have to yeah. say and all that stuff. And it's different when you're a player, but yeah. do you listen to music or are you listening to the commentators? I got to hear the game. Yeah. I think that's why I don't really like watching at the bar unless they got the it playing through the speakers. I can't. I don't like listening to music. I can't get into the game. I have to hear um, the commentating. I have to hear the crowd. I have to hear the actual game and, and what they're talking about. But I understand what Brian is saying to players because, I mean, I don't. I don't know how you could be a, a, a pro sports player in today's time. To be real, I don't know how you can do it because one game they love you, one game they hate you. Like, it's just how it is as an athlete. I don't know how they do it. I really yeah. don't. I, I know. Think I, was it, I think it's tough. Literally listening to a debate yesterday about basically Jimmy Butler not being a superstar. It was like, he's a, he's a, he's a star. He's cool, but mm -hmm. he ain't going to cut it. You know? And I was like, it just hurt. And, and, and it's, it's a That's real crazy. conversation and it, it has to be had. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, wow. He went from here to the bottom I like know. that. And, and he's a superstar to me. me. Too. But I also think that I think that it's all relative at the same time. But he's a superstar. He's a name. Yeah. Um, and he's proven himself and he's been to the finals twice. Like, how are yeah. you not a superstar? It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. wild. <laughs> I know. So what is what would you say yeah. is your most controversial sports take i'm gonna let you if it's 49ers that's oh cool my God. but if it's not you it could be nba it could be sacramento kings like <laughs> what do you feel like is your most like when you say this at a sports bar people are gonna be like what i got one uh the kings got cheated in the o2 western finals <laughs> and the lakers should not have that ring <laughs> Wait, wait, what happened? Take me back. I don't care. I don't care. We got cheated. The refs cheated. And the Laker fans know that. And they roam, They do. They ignore it. And it's so funny to see them cry over refs today because I'm just like, I mean, hey, you guys got a ring that you guys shouldn't have. But, <laughs> hey, that's just me. I mean, we got cheated. I remember watching that series. I remember crying. The game Robert Horry hit the three. <sighs> Big shot Bob. I forgot it. It could have been game five or game six, one of those. But I just remember tearing up like we were walking at a picnic and I walked to the car and threw my back against the car and slid down the car. This is a true story, too. This is actually true. And my mom was laughing so hard. I was so into the game. I wish it, I wish it was like a video of that to see like a 11 or 12 year old do something like that has to be hilarious. You were devastated. That's understandable. And yeah, you devastated. know what's wild, too, mind. is that you learn as a kid that refs cheat. Like, in no other aspect yeah, exactly. of life are your parents just in there like, they cheated until you watch a sport. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the best. It's like the easiest thing to lean on. And I also have to say that I couldn't be a referee in today's game as well. That's probably the hardest job. One of the hardest jobs in the world. I, well, I won't say it to that extreme, but it's a hard job. Like, I don't understand how people referee in today's time. Yeah. Like, 
no one's ever satisfied. And nowadays, you just see players arguing with the refs. The, whole, the whole, like, nothing, no <laughs> one's ever, it. they can never get anything right. Like, I think we spend out never. of 100% of the airtime on a game, like, watching, listening, 50% of that has been on the refs, at least. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is what they did, they didn't do, they're not calling it fair, that should have been a foul. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, the other <laughs> night, I don't know if you're watching Denver, but... When Jimmy Butler yeah, got watching. the foul call on the three-point shot it, on Aaron Gordon, yeah. they were like, no, we didn't touch him. Jimmy kicked his leg out. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be – I was like, if Miami wins, uh, yeah. this will be the play yeah, that, that be... they were going to talk about. And it's just – I think that was a tough one because you got to give the the shooter a landing space. Right. But then they can't. But then there was kind of a, a kick a little bit, but he didn't have any landing space. That one's – I don't know how you – I don't know how you could be well, a ref in today's time because that could really go either way. But I would say – I went off first look it didn't look it looked like a foul and on the replay I was like it's not a foul but then I'm like they didn't give him landing space yeah. either so play has to but stand you know at what that you point. made the what you just said is so important on first look like I don't think I could get anything right on first look mm -hmm. if I had to go if I got to go to the monitor on everything yeah. I could probably get some calls right but it's like first look I'm like that happened facts. too fast I don't know I need to go back and check and Over. see but I'm with no, you as far as that's feeling facts. like he was so when when I commentate, we always talk about the shooting sphere. So there's a circle around the shooter, and that's mm -hmm. an area that they should be allowed to do whatever they want within that circle. To me, his foot did not come mm -hmm. outside of that circle. It came out a little bit, but in actuality, yeah, Aaron was just like really closing his space. So, you know, but mm -hmm. hey, like we said. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a kick. Yeah, honestly. I definitely yeah. would call that a kick. Well, thanks for sharing that. Oh, one more thing before we move on from your controversial take. I, most people believe that the playoffs are rigged for the Lakers. I think that in most people's minds. Like, yeah. I remember asking uh, a bunch of people, like, who do you think is going to win between the Nuggets and the Lakers? It was like. Oh, 100% the Lakers because the NBA yeah. wants the Lakers wants in the finals, see. right? It's like, yeah. so. I think that, I think, and I think the NBA probably would, would have loved to see the battle of 18, the Lakers and the Celtics. But uh, I I don't know. I wouldn't say sports is rigged. I feel like there are some times that was really controversial and, and do make you think like, dude, what was that? But I think Nuggets winning the championship this year was really good for the NBA, honestly. Yeah. And to see like a market like that win and to see that success story, it's good to have those. It it's is. not always about those big market teams really are so blessed, honestly. I mean, I'm a Sacramento Kings. Fan. I was going to say, you make it way market. for your guys up next, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we up next. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Well, I definitely wanted to talk to you a little bit about The Perfect Find um, mm -hmm. being released on Netflix Friday, June 23rd. I actually just yes. posted um, a link to the preview on my Twitter because I'm a huge Being Mary Jane fan. So anything oh, romance related that Gabrielle Union is in, I'm like, let me in on this. Like, I need mm -hmm. to be there. I need to be watching. But it looks like it's mm -hmm. going to be really dope. Um, speaking of Gabrielle Union, though, what did you learn in, in working with her? I think what I learned from Gabby is... One thing I respect is her assertiveness on on set, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I think when I first got into the acting business, I never wanted to like piss people off and come off as like an a-hole on set. Um, but I think it's a difference between asserting yourself and being just mean on set. And you have to create that space on set where 
you're the most comfortable because all people see is what is on screen. They don't know what happened on set. You can't explain. If, if you're not reaching the truth in a scene, you can't explain later. Like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't really get there this day because they didn't have a warming coat for me on set. So I didn't, like, <laughs> that's not going to help nobody you. So gonna what I, yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody going to know. So what I learned is that her assertiveness is really, I admire that. And then I just admire the fact that she's just down to run lines. Like, not everyone, it's hard, it's scary to go up to a veteran on set and be like, hey, can you run this with me? And she was just always for it. She was like, let's run it. I'm like, yes, please. Because I, I think you don't have to run it like how you're going to do it on set. You don't want to get locked into a performance. But you do want to just know the material. So then you're able to play, you know, when the time comes. And I really respected that about her. She's very professional. I could I could totally see that about her. That's a that's mm -hmm. a good one. All right. So now yeah. you got to rank your favorite romance comedies. OK. I'll say coming to America. You oh, you would call that a romance comedy. <laughs> that. That's a good one. That is a romance like comedy. Was, he he went looking that's for love. That's a good one. It was funny. That's a good one. <laughs> I love coming to America. Yep. That's, okay, this is no order. Let me just say okay. it. Let me just say okay. it. So coming to America, bro, I really enjoyed this film growing up. And I don't know if it was taken well by, by the critics, but the critics don't know everything. Um, I would say uh, No Strings Attached. Ashton Kutcher, Natalie Portman. Never that's, seen that. was one that. of my joints. I, I really loved Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman growing up. Okay, so, yep, two of my faves. Um, that's in there. Okay. Uh, I already know I'm forgetting something, but Boomerang is in there for sure. Listen, Boomerang, Sorry. I can I love recite Boomerang. every word Boomerang. of Boomerang. I, <laughs> I, I love Boomerang. That's the most suave I've ever seen Eddie Murphy. I was, he was so suave in that film. Like that was like really good. Debonair. Um, uh, look suave and yeah. debonair. Like Oh my goodness. We were talking I really like Guess Who too. Sorry, oh, Guess Who's good too. I really like yeah, Guess Who. That's a good one. Um Bernie, Zoe. I forgot Ashton, about that. I one. really love that film. I, I um, um we were talking about Lady Eloise the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> we yeah. talked about Lady Eloise. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Now that is a it's, scene. That is yeah, a scene. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of was was Pretty Woman considered a, a rom com? Oh, uh, or just a romance? I love Pretty Woman too. I mean, I love. Yeah, I would. That's a borderline too. Yeah, yeah that's borderline. borderline. I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. funny. Um, yeah, it was some funny parts, but I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Yeah, so, oh wait, so what about? Oh, I got one. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if this is considered a romance comedy, but it was good. Just Right is underrated with Queen Latifah. And, with uh, Queen Latifah Come on and now. Come on <laughs> hey, now. That's hilarious. It is good. Hey. Hey, that's so funny. That's... It was just funny to see Common play an NBA player. But yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that, hey, that, that, that thing was, was funny. One. I thought it yeah. was really good. Um, I've always been a fan of Queen Latifah. Ugh, I've always, I just love how she carries herself. How can you do I've so many things so well? Like, it's just not even know, real. Right? Like you, you slide mm -hmm. her into a cosmetic commercial. If she rapping, yeah. if she's you know with a feet in a in a right. movie, it doesn't matter. Like she's gonna crush yeah. it. It's wild. Yeah. But I mean, as as far as romances in general, yeah, it's so many. I mean, I even love I love Titanic. I love the Notebook. Yeah, I love Blue Valentine. Yeah, I don't even know if Blue Valentine is considered. Yeah, it is considered romance. Yeah. I love Blue Valentine. I love Ryan Gosling and stuff. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's I'm going to start rambling. No, that's good. I need to <laughs> yeah, go back now. I'm going to have to Netflix on Friday night and go back and watch yeah. a few of these. Cause... Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. 
the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. That's good. Welcome to Crunch Time. All right, to finish this up, we have what we call crunch time, which I'm going to ask you just some quick rapid fire questions and you give me the first answer that comes to mind. Got to be quick. Okay. Okay. All right. What is your most prized 49ers memorabilia? Uh, I have a Jeff Garcia jersey that really holds, uh, I have, I hold that really close to my heart because I always loved Jeff Garcia and I was supposed to go to the game one time at Candlestick. I was supposed to go to a game. I never got to go to Candlestick and I opt out of going and um, my grandma gave instead. uh, She got me a Jeff Garcia jersey. So that's always been held close to my heart because I felt really bad that I didn't go to the game. And then I ended up playing in a celeb flag football game with Jeff Garcia randomly in like 2017 and he threw me a touchdown. That was crazy. Nice. Oh, that's a yeah. full circle moment. I know. Did you bring wild. it with you to get it signed? You said it already I did, got I signed. I should have. Oh, okay. Okay. That's no, dope. Yeah, I never got it signed. Yeah. That's nice. All right. Favorite celebration meal when the 49ers win? Because we know you don't eat during the game. Yeah, I definitely don't. Um, Just some wings. Okay. Lemon Easy. pepper. Some good wings. Barbecue. Uh, lemon, barbecue. lemon pepper has been the choice as of late, but I usually go like barbecue or just buffalo yeah i'm barbecue simple with a little ranch yeah um if you could spike the ball in the face of any 49ers rival player who would it be <laughs> this is crazy yo uh you know i really respect this person but he really beat us a lot i would say russell wilson when he was a seahawk seattle seahawk he beat us a lot and I respect him as just a human. I really like love how he carries himself. But if I could spike the ball, it would be him. Yes. In the face of a rival. He beat us so much yeah. <laughs> during some prime years. I'm like, man. During his time as a Seattle Seahawks, he's beaten us so many times. Oof. So probably him. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. moved out now. This, this next spot's going to yeah. be a challenge. I it have is. to see how that turns out. All right. Best sports movie. It could be any sports. Any sport. Oh, best sports movie? Oh, that's tough. Friday Night Lights. I'll just say Friday Night Lights. That was my one growing up. But then I love like Coach Carter. I love Gridiron Gang. I love Longest Yard. I always wanted to do like a football movie. I love 45. 
Um, but the yeah, Titans. no, no, no. Don't forget about my I Titans. Remember the Titans? Oh my God! <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, Friday Night Lights for sure. Yeah. I quoted that movie so much growing up. I watched that movie that was low key devastating too. You was like, whoa. Yeah, that was a that, Yeah, that movie made me cry a lot. Yeah, that was an eye opener. All right, last but not least, one word to describe your 49ers fandom. <sighs> Faithful. <laughs> too faithful sometimes too loyal i'll be like dude i gotta relax i get a headache watching them games i'm like yo <laughs> i need to relax i've been telling myself lately like it can't the stakes can't be this high when i'm watching sports my goodness imagine if y'all played yeah. more games i mean football is like what 10 well how many games are played 17, 17 games now. yeah what if it was more yeah. than that you'd be laid out somewhere <laughs> man yeah faith would be that i love it well, um, it's been great talking to you, Keith. Uh, good luck yes, with everything. Likewise. And um, I can't wait till June 23rd. I'll be tuned in. Thank you so much. I appreciated talking to you. That'll do it for this round of Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. You can find Huge Fan on Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other Huge Fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. Go Budos Band! Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 